Hey, Rob Bradford here. You guys know I'm always up for a good MVP story, and one of the best stories is Wasabi Technology. Wasabi is the world's hottest cloud storage company, and it's become the go-to provider for professional and collegiate sports teams, including 20 major league baseball teams like the Red Sox and NHL teams like the Bruins and Vancouver Canucks. Even the Liverpool Football Club is getting in on the Wasabi action. So why is Wasabi the MVP? Well, Wasabi was purpose-built to free businesses from skyrocketing storage costs and unpredictable transaction fees that the Amazons of the world are charging. In fact, Wasabi is up to 80% less than those hyperscalers and doesn't charge a cent for businesses to access their data. From Wasabi's AI-enabled intelligent media storage, Wasabi Air, to the industry's only cloud storage service with triple protection against cyber criminals, data deletion, and ransomware, Wasabi's taking the lead in driving innovation in data storage and helping sports teams to unleash the power of their data. Wasabi, another Boston-based champion team. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. The World Series, where a pitch is not just a pitch, it's a World Series pitch. Where a hit is not just a hit, it's a World Series hit. A win is not just a win, it's a World Series win. Now you've got a chance to win a trip to the 1984 World Series by entering Major League Baseball's Grand Slam sweepstakes at all Major League ballparks and participating retailers. Baseball favor, catch it. The preceding message was furnished by Major League Baseball. Couple of quick things uh, before we get you out of here. Um, we just uh, sat down with Jim Copacino from uh, Copacino Fujikado. They do all the Mariners commercials, all the classic mm-hmm. ones that they were in. And he he talked very fondly about you and Jay Buner being like the clubhouse guys of letting the guys know, hey, these are important, fun things to do, and kind of passing that on and throughout the years. Oh, the commercials! Uh, oh, the commercials! Were yeah, hilarious. They were fun. Uh, I think the Mariners especially do a, a, an unbelievable job year in and year out with the commercials. My favorite are watching all the Edgar commercials just because he's Edgar and he's got that broken English and that accent. And uh, Oh, it's a light bat. I, I, I could watch Edgar's commercials forever, uh, but, they, but they do a good job with all of them. And um, remember the first one that was really fun for me was uh, – when I was flipping the bat. So then they wanted me to flip a phone and flip a rake. And I did that commercial. That was a lot of fun. One time they had Buner buzz night. Yeah. And, uh, you know, I had to wear this thing to make it like I was bald and Jay's in there. Like, you know, it was Jay's last year. He's like, Hey, Booney, with me gone, somebody in this clubhouse has got to step up and be a leader. Uh, but I don't know if that's me. You're a veteran. You know what it takes. Yeah, but you're the bone. Hey, people are counting on you, Brett. Okay, I'll give it a shot. You really think Booney Buzz Night will catch on? Just hold still. Mariners baseball, Soto Mojo. Uh, yeah. That was fun. I, I did a commercial one time where where I was making fun of the defender. I got to second base. I hit yeah. a double, and the ball went through his legs, and he's asking me. You know, I'm kind of being the cocky guy, and he says, uh, I'm so embarrassed. Oh, don't worry about it. Yeah, but in front of Gold Glover, <laughs> Can happen to anybody. Really? Even you? <laughs> me? No, not me. Guys like you? 
Happens all the time. Thanks. Ah, you're welcome. Well, at least that one wasn't your fault. I had, they let me have a lot of say in my commercials. They'd have the theme and then we'd get together and, and kind of collaborate. They let me kind of do what I wanted. If I wanted to add something to it, to, to give it more of like my personality, uh, we did it, but yeah, nothing but great memories. And, and, uh, they do a really nice job with the commercials up there in Seattle. Also, of course, I want to talk to you about your podcast. Uh, I love the podcast. I think like, especially like the guests that you get on there are all like my guys, like recently had big poppy on there. I love the conversation with George Brett. You also had like Sean camp on there, I believe. And uh, you had yeah. Joe McHale recently. How did yeah. this come about? Was this a, was this a lockdown thing that came about or is this something that you were this, just trying to yeah, get into? Yeah. It was kind of during lockdown and I, and MLB had me out to, to uh, New Jersey. This was right before the COVID thing. And uh, I shot about three or four episodes with MLB. And we talked about, hey, we're going to do some work this year. All of a sudden, COVID came, and they locked everything down. And and instead of adding to the MLB family, um, they, they were laying people off. So my agent came to me, and he said, Brett, I, I think you should start a podcast. And, and to be honest with you, in the beginning, I wanted no part of it. I said, I'm not doing a podcast. Every Everybody does a podcast. It's like, no, I, I want you to work on this side of the microphone. You know, you used to be an interviewed your whole life. I wanted you to, to learn and, and experience what it's like to be on the other side of the microphone. So I kind of uh, begrudgingly said, okay. And I remember, uh, who was my first guest? Andre Reed, because he lives out here in California, and uh, we were at the gym together. And I said, Andre, you need to be my guinea pig. He said, what are you talking about? I said, I'm starting a podcast. I need my first guest. And Andre said, yeah, I'll do it. And on, then I called Griffey and and junior did it for me in the in the very beginning and then we just kind of started building and building and then odyssey uh you know about six months ago odyssey came and said hey we're interested and we'd like to join join forces and uh it's been great the the odyssey getting together with odyssey has been a huge uh spike for us and and a, and a really good relationship and uh but it's been a process and it's been it's been very humbling uh doing this you know, being on the other side and, and I really have an appreciation for now setting up interviews, doing interviews, deadlines, uh, when somebody cancels, <laughs> you know, cause I used to, I used to be hit with all these requests and I'd say, yeah, I'll do this on Wednesday, Thursday. And then on Wednesday, oh, I can't do that today. I'll do it Thursday. And they'd be like, okay, no problem. We'll reschedule. Well, now I know what it's like when you got to reschedule. Cause now you got to get somebody in that time slot. And now you got to move everything around when you're the guy that everybody's seeking the interview from, you don't really think about that. So it's been a learning process for me. Uh, I've realized how much preparation goes into it and uh, it's been good. And, and I probably do five or six shows a week now around the country uh, through the Odyssey and it makes me prepare. And, and I find like now I'm up to date on everything, major league baseball and, and uh, keeps me in the game, keeps me young. Uh, gives me something to do because for years I, I retired and I was one of those guys who just walked away and I went and played golf and went on went on trips and and after a while I kind of woke up I and mean, my kids are getting older now I said I want to do something I want to wake up in the morning and have a purpose and uh, this has been a good outlet for me and it's turned into something pretty big now and uh, we'll just keep going see where it leads.